دایی یه فرصت خوب حالا پشت مدافع خدا داد عزیزی توی دروازه گل گل برای ایران خدا داد عزیزی Welcome to Gobozan Podcast. Hope you're all doing well. My name is Ari Aloverdi. Today's episode, we're going to be covering the two friendlies Iran has against Uruguay and Senegal on the 23rd and 27th of September, respectively. The match against Uruguay will be at the NV Arena in St. Paulton, and the match against Senegal will be at the Motion Invest Arena in Maria Enzersdorf. Unfortunately, both matches will be played behind closed doors, meaning no fans will be allowed in the stadium. However, media will be allowed, and as a result, we expect the matches to both be broadcast on TV. Today, we have two experts of Uruguayan and Senegalese football. For Uruguay, we have David Krockman from the at Uruguayan Heroes Twitter account. And for Senegal, we have Papa Mahmoud Gay, a sports journalist from the Senegalese sports website Tagat. First up, let's hear from David who spoke to me earlier. He has to flash it in there! Oh, and he made it off the crossbar! And in! Deanna A goal that could mean everything for Uruguay. I'm joined by David Crockman uh, from the at Uruguayan Heroes Twitter account. How are you doing, my friend? Hi there. Yeah, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on here. It's a, it's a pleasure. Pleasure to have you on as well. Obviously, you're here to speak about the Uruguay national team. First of all, let us know about yourself and about your own account on Twitter. Well, my name is David. Uh, well, and I've, I've since 2016, I uh, I uh, have been following and reporting on Uruguay national team. So obviously, the national team is the main focus. But yeah, you you just see how the players are doing week in week out, which is always nice to follow. And yeah, it's I mean. It's an it's exciting time at the moment. World Cup two months away. And some of our, our boys are really getting into it right, right now. Valverde are doing really well. So it will be interesting to see uh, who of them will play and how they will play when uh, we come up against uh, your boys, Iran. Fantastic. Um, and just about yourself, you're obviously from the Netherlands, but you supported the Uruguay national team. Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah, so that's that's a bit when I when somebody um gets to notice when I get into a conversation with somebody and this comes up, yeah, they are a bit shocked or surprised because it's not the most logical combination uh, to be from the Netherlands and support Uruguay. But um, well, we all know Suarez. He um, came into Europe uh, via FC Groningen and then Ajax, and this was around the time when I was like 11, 12, 13. So really, a young boy uh, in love with football, and Suarez was well a player who I can relate to a lot. And basically, uh, via him, I got to learn about Uruguay, the national team, and the culture, the history, and yeah, really fell in love with it. And that's why I'm I'm doing what I'm doing right now on Twitter. Fantastic! Yeah, make sure that you follow 
David on Twitter at, at Uruguayan Heroes. Uh, okay, so first of all, uh, let's speak about the Uruguay national team. Uh, they have a, a new li- uh, squad called up uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, what is the latest news with the, the squad? Well, some big names are missing, which is not a problem, to be honest, because these are uh, players who have been um, having problems with injury for a lot of the time in the last few years. And this is Godin, Cavani, Jimenez, and all of them are missing. Um, but this also gives a nice opportunity for young players coming in and, and well, having a chance to prove themselves uh, to be in the World Cup squad. And um, Agustin Rogel is somebody who's not probably that familiar with the wider audience, but he has just sealed the move to Hertha BSA in Germany. It's an interesting young player who's coming into the squad, like Sebastian Caceres uh, in front, Martin Satriano plays for Empoli in Italy. And, well, some of these names you will see against Iran probably as well. And we are really excited and really curious to see how they will handle this occasion. Um, but besides these names, um, most of our key players are there still. Valverde, Bentacur, Suarez, Darascaeta, Darwin, Nunez, uh, Arajo, um, Muslera, who might not be... Uh, might not be the number one goalkeeper for the World Cup but that's another discussion so yeah pretty good squad with some names missing and some new ones coming in who will try to yeah prove that they should be in there in uh, Qatar yeah I see a few I think uh, is, is it right Quartes also out of the squad yes you're right yeah I forgot to say that yeah Quartes just dropped out uh, because yeah. of an injury yeah. he sustained on the weekend yeah that's right uh, so obviously they still got a strong team though you know there's no doubt about it uh, they've you know, got great players in all positions. Who do you think is the the, the biggest uh, danger at, in this national team just now? Um, at the moment, there's no way past Feta Faverde. Um, I think, well, as we as we recording this podcast, uh, the game against Atletico Madrid is and and Real Madrid is, is being played. He's just scored a goal in it. He scored a goal uh, in midweek in the Champions League. Um, and yeah, he he adds this to his game now. Um, because we already knew last season what an incredible player he was for Madrid in his Champions League run. So, yeah, he just keeps getting better, keeps developing, just 24 years of age still. And you can, you can really say that he, at the moment, is one of the, well, best all-round players in football on current form. And that is no, not overstating yeah. it. No, so, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he, he got the assist in the Champions League final at Liverpool. You know, he's he's a really impressive player, no doubt about it. Uh, okay, obviously we're gonna you're gonna play up against Iran uh, on Friday, uh, the twenty third of September. Uh, the match will be played uh, in the NV Arena in in Austria. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Uh, how do you think it will go? Well, before my thoughts, I, w- I will say that co- the the perception in Uruguay, or for some fans anyway, is that they were not that uh, satisfied. Because Iran, Canada, despite being World Cup teams, they they wanted to to see more competitive teams uh, coming up against Uruguay. And that's not saying that Iran will not be competitive. That will be just disrespect. But really, really having teams like, for example, Croatia, maybe this is the caliber of opponent that we wanted to see. But for me, I'm I'm completely okay with these games. I think they provide us with real good tests because. For example, Canada is is growing a lot, a young team with pace and power. Iran might not be the most flashy team around, and I'm, I, I've spoken with you a little bit that that 
it will not it will also be tough to watch sometimes which also the case with Uruguay by the way but they they are in the World Cup for a reason and I don't think it will be an easy game I think it will be a bit um, pragmatic from both sides which might not make it that good to, on the eye but I, I think it will be a good test for our patients in games like this um, yeah how is Uruguay going to use this game as preparation? Obviously, you have um, you're in the same group as South Korea, who are another Asian team who actually beat Iran in their last meeting. Uh, does this game prepare Uruguay for that game? Um, no, I don't think this is um, a team which really focuses on that match. So it will mirror basically the way we would play in that match. But I think, um, well, what what. Alonso should do or has to do, which is not an easy thing because he's been in the job for, I think it's five months. That's it. Uh, he obviously came when Uruguay were in crisis, got us to the World Cup and then had a few friendlies, just a few to try some things out. And now it's already time for him to really make choices in what he wants in his team uh, and yeah, really lay the foundation for the World Cup. So he has to make some decisions. It's not like... A, uh, um, it's not like an international break or FIFA date, however you want to call it, which is going to be about giving everybody the opportunity there and there and just testing everything out. No, I think what we will see in these matches is really is really um, give will give us some hints about the World Cup and how we want to play, how we want to, how we want to, um, yeah, really how we really want to play and how we want to set up. So in that case, in or that sense, it will be interesting to see how these games will go. Yeah, for sure. Uh, obviously, speaking about the, the group that Uruguay have in Group H of the World Cup, uh, also Portugal and Ghana, uh, tough teams, of course. Uh, Portugal are a team that we had last year, uh, last time at the World Cup. Um, how do you expect Uruguay to do in this group? Um, yeah, I think it's it's an it's a really interesting group. Um, because Portugal is is tough is a tough team to face. Although I don't think Portugal is playing well the full capacity um, but this has been the case for a long time now under this manager um, so I don't I'm not I'm not fearful for Portugal to be honest um, th- that doesn't that doesn't say that <laughs> we can lose to them but it's a team which fears me not so much but Ghana the history we have in the World Cup 2010 is an interesting matchup and South Korea although the lesser team in this group um I, I I see them have an up uh, have I see them pull off an upset to be honest this World Cup, and hopefully not at the at the expense of, of Uruguay. But looking at the group, I think Uruguay has to has to believe that we can get the number one spot, because not only are we good enough to do this, the other thing is that if we finish first, we will escape most probably Brazil. We will play if we finish second and they finish first, and that's a big big thing because. Brazil, yeah, I mean, Brazil is Brazil. And Uruguay can always beat Brazil in a one-off. But I think last 16 will be too early in the tournament. I think Uruguay's team has to grow in the tournament. And to face Brazil in the last 16 immediately would be a shame. But yeah, so I think Uruguay should go for number one. And I think we can get to the first position. But expect, yeah, that's my expectation. But it's also hope, you know. So, I mean, when you're talking about your own national team or team you support, you cannot just... Uh, speak objectively maybe you can I don't know but I cannot so <laughs> before I get your prediction for the match on Friday is there anyone in this Iran team that you are thinking that could maybe be a threat uh, to the to the Uruguayan defence 
Uh, well, the, the obvious name for me anyway is Taremi. I, I think he's a terrific player. Um, yeah, so that's that's um, that's a player I I, I think has, has the potential to well, to not bully us because we have a good defense, but to well, to threaten us. And the other name, although I know that um, um, his final career, because I I live in the Netherlands and I follow mostly uh, Uruguayans, but also catch some football here. And yeah, he's. I mean, it's not like it's the best move for him how it turned out, but it's getting better. I feel, um, and he is a good player, and it's also a player which um, can threaten us. Yeah, John Baxter speaking a bit, right? Yeah, Ali Reza, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. so what is your prediction for this match then? Okay, yeah, um, that's that's a good one. I I think I I think we we will win. But I think it it will be a close close game two one for Uruguay. That's that's what I would say. What Go do on. you think, by the way? Oh, what, what do, do I think? think? Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. I think I think Iran have just got a new coach, and it's going to be difficult for the new coach to to turn things around, despite having uh, obviously eight years previously been with the national team. I think it's going to be hard for them to turn things around very quickly. Uh, considering our last friendly game against Algeria didn't go as planned, uh, I could see you know I don't see us getting an easy win. I uh, I think the best we could probably do is get a draw, and I think I think the way we play under Kairos, a draw is more likely. Uh, but we'll see. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one one. Uh, but let's see what happens. That's me being a little bit optimistic. I think, but uh, yeah. I appreciate your time, David. Uh, thanks for coming on, Gold Bazan, and hopefully we can have you on again after uh, the matches are over. Yes, absolutely fine. Thanks for having me on, and uh, we'll see how the match goes. Yeah, make sure you follow David on Twitter at Uruguayan Heroes, and all the best, mate. Salah then against Mendy, and he's missed it. How cool and calm and collected is he? Sadio Mane sends Senegal to the World Cup. For the third time in their history. And the first time they've done it back to back. All right, I'm joined by Papa Mahmoud Gay from Twitter account at Bill Mahmoud. How are you doing, my friend? Yeah, I'm fine. And you? Uh... Yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot for coming on our podcast. I appreciate your time. Uh, can you tell us about your, your own work, your own journalism work um, that you do? Mahmoud uh, Gay, I'm a Senegalese sports journalist and uh, I work for my own uh, media, Tagat SN. I launched this media with uh, my friend uh, two years ago and we uh, were trying to uh, do uh, good things for Senegalese sport and uh, that's it. Fantastic, and they can find you uh, on Twitter at Bill Mahmoud. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. Okay, I want to ask you about the Senegalese national team. Uh, first of all, there's a new, obviously a new squad list that's been announced. Um, any key players missing? What do you think of the squad? Uh, and how strong is it for this match? Yes, uh, the Senegalese national team coach, Alucisse, announced his... Uh, squad uh, the last Friday and we have uh, many big players we will uh, who will miss the, this game like uh, Yusuf Sabali like uh, Bunasar uh, two players are uh, missed because he uh, they, they have 
uh, injury. We have two Ketabalde who is who uh, in the squad, but he will not able to to play this game because uh, he have uh, some uh, some minor issues with uh, with uh, FIFA. We have two other players who miss it. Salusis is a was a key player in the in the last Afghan, but he didn't have a club now. And he will miss uh, this uh, this game. We have many players who will miss uh, this game uh, against Iran and against uh, Bolivia for preparation of the World Cup. But Alusi say add some uh, new talents and uh, future talents like Noah Fadiga. He's young. He's the son of our football legend Khalidou Fadiga. He he, he play in the right back. We have two uh, Nicola Jackson, new player. We have two Patricis, new player. He's an, a squad who uh, uh, I think that he the, that's the best squad we can uh, have now. If you remember, cast your mind back to the last uh, big competition that you obviously had, uh, Afcon. You won that one. You won that on penalties against uh, Egypt. That was coached by Carlos Kiros, who is now the coach of Iran. Also. Uh, for the qualification to the World Cup. Uh, you also beat Egypt with Carlos Queiroz being the head coach on penalties as well. Uh, two very close games that went to the death. Um, with Carlos Queiroz now coming in charge of Iran, um, uh, do you think he will have the similar approach he had for Egypt? And uh, how difficult will that be for Senegal in this friendly? First, Carlos Queiroz is a, a big coach in the very big coach in the in the football history and uh he's he do he he did many big things in his career and last time we, he who Carlos Queiroz was in Egypt he did a great work qualify Egypt to the final of Afcon in the last uh, last uh, last leg on the uh, qualification of uh, World Cup, but I think that he uh, he's a big coach and he created more uh, problems uh, against uh, against Senegal. And we have very very difficult game. We have played against Egypt in the final. It will be difficult to face uh, against uh, Carlos Queiroz, uh, who uh, is the new national team coach of Iran. I think that he's, he's that will be difficult. Last time I discussed with one of the Senegalese team, uh, one player of the Senegalese team, and I announced uh, the the news that uh, Carlos Queiroz is the new coach of Iran. He told me that this uh, manager wants to play against us, but <laughs> <laughs> but we will uh, we will beat uh, we will beat him uh, like the another time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, okay. Uh, now, who do you think are the biggest uh, threats uh, for the Senegalese team? Who are the, the, the most difficult players Iran is going to face? Uh, Sadio Mane, of course. He's a uh, in big impact player for the national team. Uh, he's not in the big form uh, in the last game, but with national team Senegal, he will be on uh, on top, I think. And for Iran, do you think there's anyone that could be dangerous? I think that uh, Azmoun. I I know Azmoun. Now uh, Mehdi Taremi too. Two big players and uh, we will 
I will, I will be happy to to see this player against uh, Senegal. I think that yeah. Iran national team is uh, in the good progression. They 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 are on the last World Cup and they played well. I think that the they very played well uh, in the last World Cup and they have now two consecutive World Cup with an big coach uh, Carlos Queiroz. I think that uh, they can uh, do something in this World Cup. Okay, and for Senegal in the World Cup, uh, obviously you guys have in Group A uh, Qatar, the hosts, uh, with the Netherlands and Ecuador. Uh, how do you see this group going for Senegal? This group, I think that uh, it's a balanced group. They have uh, some team uh, very very similar on the on level. They have. Uh, Netherlands, they are uh, the 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 biggest team in the in the, in this group. After you have Senegal, Ecuador, and uh, Qatar will play his first World Cup in his home. Ecuador, uh, national team of South America, and tough uh, tough to to play against. I think that uh, is a very balanced group, and I think that Senegal can uh, reach the qualifier and second leg. Perfect. Okay, can you give us a prediction for this match against uh, against Iran? I think that uh, Senegal will be will win uh, 2-1. Perfect. Thanks a lot for your time. I appreciate it. Uh, hopefully we can have you on again uh, after the games are finished. Yeah, thank you too uh, for the opportunity. I think I will be uh, in this in this game. I will be in Osea to Yeah, watch. I'll, I'll I'll see you there. I'll see you there for sure. Yeah. I will be happy to meet you. And if you want to follow Papa, you can follow him on Twitter at Bill Mahmoud. Thanks a lot, mate. All the best. Thanks, bro. Hope you all enjoyed the episode of Gold Bazan Podcast. Of course, shorter episode today. We didn't have much time to have our own discussion. However, we will have our own analysis uh, post-match uh, about the two games. Um, we'll also try to do Twitter spaces uh, before each match. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at GoldBazan and all other social media. Be sure to subscribe to us on all other podcast platforms, including YouTube. You can also find us on GoldBazanPodcast.com. Back very, very soon. Take care. and you're listening to Golbazan and I hope you continue listening to their amazing podcast. Thank you all for the support. Love you, Golbazan.